The correct Jordan Hare Stadium time is 9.20. You know what? It's Neville Arena, and it's 9.26 p.m. at Neville Arena. But it's 5 o'clock at Neville Arena as well, if you know what I mean. Your digital audio device is tuned to the Orange and True podcast, hard by the friendly folks at collegeofmagnolia.com. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. It is I, at Crow 2 on Twitter, at Crow on Venmo. To one side of me, as always, the rumor monger, Ryan S. Starrett. The S stands for Stop the Run. Who? Who's doing that? <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully you. Can you stop the run? Start the steal is what it stands for. This start, start the steal. The other side of me bringing you the full Fort Payne ASMR you pay so much money for. A man who, when heard about a uh, certain airplane landing on 280 today, probably thought, yeah, that's just a normal day, is the AU chief. Hello, me. Guys, we are two days removed from the second worst home loss in the history of your Auburn Tigers football team. The wild thing is that this an Alabama team has not given us one or two the top two home losses. But instead, Texas A&M, the dumbest group of people on the planet, and Penn State are the holders of those monikers. Well, at, one least, number- at least A&M had a Heisman-winning quarterback uh, on his way to winning the Heisman uh, on that team. And uh, Penn State had two freshman running backs, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and thirty-eight uh, yeah. Uh, and, and that Texas A&M team could have scored a hundred something points. So yeah, they did this Shout fun thing where they they did this fun thing where they intentionally tried to throw the ball deep and then catch it and then hmm. score. And I don't know if Auburn has seen that one work out for a while in big games. Joining us also, we've got. A lot of people who heard this is a safe space where not a lot of people are here listening to this. If you want to open up your heart, open up your mind and vent a little bit, that's okay with us here. This is a, this is a place that's for that. We've got James Jones. James, how are you? Yeah. Um, you forgot Tennessee beating us 42 to nothing in 1980. I have to feel this was kind of like that. I wasn't alive for it. Is this number? Is that number one? Uh, it it and A and M beating us sixty three okay. twenty one are tied. I was and then at you also forgot game, Georgia beating us thirty eight nothing. Man, did we you, might have uh, scored nothing. Did you mention uh, the eighty two loss to Nebraska? That was forty one seven. That was law. That was worse than this. Worse than that one yeah. too. Yeah, guys, this oh, game that was, stinks. Wait, but Do you Nebraska. Know whose team scored as many touchdowns as uh, our Auburn Tigers did this past Thomas, weekend? In the was state it of Thomas Alabama? Northcutts? Um, no, it, with, within the borders of the state of Alabama, Terry Bowden's team scored a touchdown. In oh, Denny. hey, hey, hey. We my also wife's scored cousin. a touchdown in Jordan Hare. My wife's cousin was the one that scored the touchdown. For hey. So, little guy I've known since he was like six years old. So, bring interested in the portal. Way to go, Malik. Way bring, to go, bring Tot home. Also joining us, please know one Titans fan, Auburn fan, backbone of Auburn Twitter. It is Thomas Northcutt. 
Thomas, welcome to the podcast. I envy the dead. Also joining us. Oh, sorry. Uh, I just thought that was going to be it for you. (laughs) Uh, No, I was just going to chime in. I mostly joined because, uh, as previously mentioned, my beloved Tennessee Titans decided that they wanted to uh, get their Auburn on and uh, not show up tonight and lose worse than the Tigers did on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ryan said, if you'd like to join the podcast and vent about the Titans, feel free to. And so I did. And here I am. It's my first time since 2000. 20 i think so it's good to be back hey thomas you know the reason the titans aren't playing well is because they didn't wear the orange jerseys right no wait 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 wait. you're telling me that the photo they posted earlier this week wasn't of the jerseys we were wearing this week and it was something completely different why would they do that that's so mean how would they intentionally mislead the people that actually purchased tickets and like the team Seems, seems wait, like, wait, wait. Are you suggesting that trolling your fans on social media when they're already mad at you might not be a good idea? Look, the, the takeaway I got here is that anybody that works with any sort of social media team is just the worst. We can't we can't trust any of them. I not agree. I agree hundred percent. All of them. They're called suppressive persons. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, we're called depressed. SPs. Suppressive persons. <laughs> yes, they're SPs. Oh, and you man. must you must disassociate from SPs. Now, also joining us, a man who's feeding levels through the roof. <laughs> it is Dr. McLaughlin of the McLaughlin Group, Will McLaughlin. I'd like to take this opportunity to let y'all know that we're 30 days away from Jabari Smith and Walker Custer making their NBA debuts, and we're seven Woo! weeks away from the return, the triumphant return of Auburn Tiger basketball. Where you go to that? How? How? What team is Walker on now? The Jazz? Is that right? The Jazz. Yep, the Jazz. Hey, wait. We might have some of his friends calling in or listening in now. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> also, shout out Sarif Cooper getting signed by the Cavs to a training camp deal today. So we may have six guys in the league, at least five. It's actually, that's actually a big deal because the, what the Cavs might do is they might stash Sharif on a G League team, sign him to a two-way deal. Or they might – I mean – he was good enough in the G League to play last year. He wasn't he wasn't struggling in the G League whatsoever. He was he was playing good minutes and playing good ball. It would not shock me if he ended up on the big boy club. Yeah. Because they, they don't have any guards. Yeah, he had a rough summer league, but I think he had an injury too, and I think that had a lot to do with it. But yeah, yeah, he could find a role in the Cavs and be reunited with Isaac. And actually the Cavs are a lot more fun now. So the Cavs are. I think the Cavs need to draft Dylan Cardwell this next offseason to reunite the McEachern group with their. Who all did? Who all the Cavs trade for? They traded real like estate five company. people. The, uh, who was it? Oh, they got Donovan Mitchell. Field, they got Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Colin Sexton, uh, Ojai Baji, uh, Lloyd Markinen was in that deal. I think oh, there was a couple they, other guys. Guy sucks. So. <laughs> but Warrior. Like, War Eagle to the Cavs for both trading a Bammer and signing a Barner this summer. We appreciate yeah. you. We stand. We stand yeah, a Comic Sans King. In the Ryan doesn't get that joke. Ryan, when LeBron James once played for the Cavs, twice played for the Cavs, if I remember correctly. Right, but the first time he left and famously went to the Miami, he took his talent to South Beach. And when he did, the owner of the Cleveland Cavaliers wrote an open letter 
to the quote unquote so called king and put it on the Cleveland Cavaliers official website and wrote the entire letter in Comic Sans font. And it is one of the most insane real life things that happened. Even more so than LeBron holding a press conference at a Boys and Girls Club to announce that he was leaving his childhood team to go to the Miami Heat. But anyway, was the Boys NBA and Girls the Club the Boys and Girls Club of Akron or Cleveland? It was. It was. Oh. Yeah. He told them he was leaving their town to their faces and then gave them the money from the advertisements that ESPN sold. Um, yeah. Real life is awesome. Guys, what's not awesome is the way that the Auburn offensive line and defensive backfield played on Saturday. Your thoughts, Chief? Uh, boy. Um, I don't really have that much to say about it. It was uh, This is going to be a great podcast. I'm mad that we're going to have to, to essentially ruin – one of the best highlights of the last few years. Oh yeah, being away. The the first drive when Owen just evaporated well, Sean Clifford. Yeah, yeah. Send him to another. I, yes. I was ready for that Send. to be in every hype video for the next decade. It, it will be. It will be. It will be. Yeah. This, have and you seen like, the the highlight videos? We've got like four or five highlights from an Iron Bowl game we lost last year in it. Yeah. Yeah, but and that the nice part lost. is. The nice part is, is Penn State's uniforms are so boring that you can't even tell who they are. <laughs> yeah, it could it be moral bad. victories. It literally looks like we FCS just destroyed the bad guys in an '80s teen movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that that was the highlight of the game. Like the highlight, like as in video. Well, in, highlight. in the very next play, we stuffed them on fourth and one, and then the game ended. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Wait, we played yep. Saturday. Well, yeah, man. some some people are saying many many people are saying we did, yeah. Players played. Did coaches coach? Who's to say? Mm. Yeah, things things got out of well. I I want I don't want to say things got out of hand quickly. Like they didn't. The first, it was close. The first half <laughs> of the game, I, I mean, we were just like, uh, all right, let's clean up a few of these mistakes away from being ahead or tied or, you know, it being a game. And then, I mean, just off the, I'm right out of the gate in the second half, it was over. Like we just, we didn't do anything on that first possession. Uh, was it a three and out? Pretty sure it, it was. was. Yeah. Uh, and then they scored pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Three plays. One of the first over. plays that Singleton busted down the sideline. That's right. And, and then it was over. They just did the same thing, and we got blitz to Kingdom Come, um, and I don't really know what else to say about it. it nobody covered themselves in glory. Uh, I, you know, uh, Jarquez Hunter is one of the only people I can think of that really. Um, it's difficult to say Tank didn't because he didn't get but what six carries. Like yeah, he had five um, carries at halftime. Landing five King carries at halftime and one in the second half. Landon King had a really nice catch. Um, yeah, he got targeted the, once. The throw, that great. was his throw first was, target of the year. The yeah. throw was really nice, too. Like, it was only where he could catch it. Um, I mean, TJ looked like Cam Newton a few times, like it, which was kind of hilarious after, you know, somebody earlier in the week had compared him to Cam Newton, clearly having never watched him play a snap. <laughs> 
Right. But, uh, yeah, you look like Juice Newton on about four other plays. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, we don't want to throw the players under the bus. I mean, no, there were the there players were during the week. I, they I, can only run the plays called. Yeah. I, like they're I not going to, uh, the players aren't going to turn that, around and call the oop de oop. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a half of football by anybody really, except for like maybe in a, an academy game where they're, you know, have 10 minute drives. But I've never seen a half where a team both did not punt or score a touchdown. Yeah. It was yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. It was a fast first half, too. I was like, when the halftime hit, I was like, whoa, this game is flying. And then, and then reality sat in on the second half. Five drives, two, goals, two interceptions. Penalties, penalties all over the place. Just un- undisciplined play. Um, just look like guys who didn't really know what they were supposed to be doing or where they were supposed to be a lot of the time. The, the quotes after that the game. Pass. They yeah. were completely unprepared for that double pass. Oh, yeah. They had no, they'd never seen one before. They, the quotes after the game are so telling where it's like, we lost our fundamentals. Okay. Where'd you put them? <laughs> no, not, not only that, like, like if you lost your fundamentals, it, that doesn't come down to you. That comes down to the guy with the headset on getting paid millions of dollars to coach fundamentals and get you in the right position. Well, I, I, you know, in – I don't want to. I don't think anybody should spend a lot of time comparing this guy to the last guy or this coaching staff, the last coaching staff, or whatever. But the thing is, we got rid of the last guy because of we were sloppy and things always got blamed on execution. We couldn't seem to execute what he wanted to do. And we're right back in that same boat. Like nothing's changed. Um, the offensive line play has been worse. Um, I mean, it was worse last year than it had been, and now it's worse again. So it, it, it's been worse every traje- year for about five years now. Yeah, the trajectory is not good, and it is not. Uh, it, it was, it was already headed down, and it is. We have not pulled out of the uh, nosedive. It is now an untenable situation. Yeah, um, it will end. It it will end soon. Um, it shouldn't have ended. Sunday, I, you know, my snap judgment was uh, included two expletives, and it will happen eventually that we fire this bleeping bleep. But it's we just, you know, what he just gets to eat what he's done. You know, his record should show, and while. I'm, I'm still going to go. I'm going to stand there and I'm going to cheer hard for players playing as hard as they can. I love them. But I'm so tired of them. I'm so tired of this fake tough guy, fourth and one mentality. Crap. I'm cleaning it up as best I can. I don't know. I get it. You can't, you that can't fake your way into processing so hard on all these words. You can't fake your way into being Nick Saban, and that feels like what this guy's been trying to do. Since yeah, he wants to act like Nick Saban in a press conference. He wants to act like Nick Saban leading up to to games, and then he does not prepare like him. He does not recruit like him. He does not coach like him. 
who does not do anything re- resembling a hard ass football coach other than that. Just one thing the, would be nice, but the interesting thing is done. what you mentioned of what he's not doing. And that's what I I can't figure out what the plan is on offense in terms of game plan. I cannot figure out what the plan is for player development. I cannot figure out the type of guy they're trying to recruit. Like with Saban, you always knew once they signed, a, um, who was the receiver a couple of years ago? And I was like, okay. Wondering. Once they signed that receiver, every receiver they have signed since then has been the same height and weight as that guy. That they just keep signing clones of that one guy. They are a platon- they, they run as a platonic ideal of this is the position. We sign only offensive linemen who are this height, this weight. We sign only receivers who run this fast or this height. I can't tell you what Harson's plan is other than just sign the right kind of guys, quote unquote. But there is no such thing. Like no other team is this picky in terms of signing guys that are the right kind of guys. No other team is running dudes off. Not Bo Nix. I'm talking about the other guys that that Kobe Hudson should be on this team. Like 100%. Oh, Bo Nix should be on this team too. But we would be in, we would be Bo Nix loses that game yesterday, Saturday, Saturday too. Like it's not like Bo Nix is winning that game. We would be an improved team with Bo Nix. We'd like, be and running people off isn't exclusive to just players. Right. Right. Yeah. It's all across the building. Hey, look, I didn't love Eric Mason's defensive coordinating last year, but it is telling when a guy leaves Auburn and goes and takes a job at a Big Twelve school getting paid less. It's yeah. time when you can't bring in any coordinators that aren't guys that have worked with you for years and years and years. Right. Yeah. It isn't like other guys are clamoring to be here. And at some point, at some point, you do have to also look and see that, like, Harson, before coming to Auburn, had one year of experience at a Power Five school, and that was the QB coach at Texas. Every it was other OC place Texas. Been, it, and it was still, a train wreck, but not because of him, but yeah, it was a train wreck. It's one year. Like that's that's got to be taken into account. It was co-OC. It, it was, was co-OC at Texas in the most hilarious. Like that would be like him being named uh, co-head coach at Auburn because we all love Cadillac so much. He was co-OC <laughs> at Texas because they wanted to give Major the job as OC, but Major had never coached Major college football. But he was he's our boy. That's that's Major. And anytime that season that it got bad. They would just show Major's face on the sidelines on the Jumbotron, and the stadium would cheer as if – legitimately as if like, the Conquering Hero was back home. That fan base is whacked out about that guy, and it makes no sense to me. The, the two uh, words that stick out to me from, from Harson is, you know, around media day, he's told everybody that was doubting this team, just watch. Well, we watched watch, on man. Saturday, and it yeah. was – it was it was ugly. It was brutal. I was in Auburn Saturday, probably my one Auburn football game this year. And you know, my biggest takeaway too is you know, before that game started, you know, Jordan Hare was loud. It was electric. That place was ready to rock and roll. We showed up and we were ready to have a fun three and a half hours in Auburn on Saturday afternoon. And by the end of the third quarter, you know, so many people had left. You know, they were putting stuff on the jumbotron from 2013. They put a basketball hype video up. Like, they were trying anything. They even pulled swag surf. They didn't even do swag surf at the end of the third quarter. Like, like, but people didn't even boo and leave. And people just got up and left. And to me, yeah. that was just very telling of, of where people feel about Auburn football. And, and quite frankly, you know, 
I've seen more Auburn fans united for the first time in a long time, and it's for, you know, being against Arson at this point. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shame because you had a great promising afternoon. You had a Big Ten team in town for the first time ever, and you fell flat on your face. It's, it's disappointing. Which, to the point about people leaving, shout out to the band for sticking around for 20 minutes after the game just to make sure that Penn State band didn't outlast us and be the only people left in the stadium. We commend you for sticking through it. Hey, they played yeah. Seek and Destroy again, too. Nice. One and one. We're one and one when the band plays Seek and Destroy. <laughs> Sorry. Just see them. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah, how was it? Uh, well, yeah, Thomas watched it from home, too. But how, how was it from home? How, how was it having to watch that thing on a TV away? You could just turn it off. Did you, you watch go, the whole game, Thomas? Uh, so I was at the New York City Auburn Club uh, oh, for boy. the game, which was a lot of fun. Really great people there. Uh, shout out to everybody there. Looking forward to suffering through more Saturdays with you this season. <laughs> um, it was it, the first half. You know, there was still a little bit of optimism left. Sure. Um, you know, people were still into it. But as the third quarter went on, just more people would be, well, I'm, I got to run. I'll see you. Well, well, you know. So many people I was talking to just mid mid game just were like, I can't stick around for this anymore. I I, I think genuinely uh, the highlight for me and the thing that I'm holding on to at this point. Uh, as I came in, they gave me a little can opener from that had an alumni association sticker on it, and it said, "I believe in drinks, cold drinks." <laughs> and that like was that. the like tone that. for the day. It was great branding on behalf of the alumni association. And also just really indicative of what was to come that day. It's like they knew. Mm. It's, you know, sometimes you got to give credit to the people because. Going to need a little something stronger than cold drinks to uh, last through this season. Boy. Uh, And I think the warning signs were there, you know, the week before the San Jose State game. Oh, sure. Sat through. That was brutal. And, you know, you know, I. I think that contributed to how many people left early because like if we just blown San Jose state out, had a, had good feelings coming into this. um, I don't think people are leaving early, but I I think that was just a real sign that people just given up. They've given up on this. Um, If if this week isn't a win, I would (laughs) say odds are more likely than not. We go a full calendar year without a power conference win. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We're almost this, because after this week, you go. You have LSU at home. You go to Georgia, to Ole Miss, and then Halloween weekend when we hung on against Ole Miss last year is Arkansas, and they're looking pretty good right now. This is. Uh, yeah. Are they? Wait, are they looking pretty good? Arkansas. Oh yeah. Uh, they're. Uh, the country, they, you, if you Bobby, don't look at the first Bobby three quarters of their game Saturday night, play. yes. I thought they struggled pretty mightily with a really. Uh, Future Not head coach team. Robert Trino, I know. But. Yeah, yeah. A, a, sorry, let me put this way. Eternal future Auburn head coach okay. Robert Trino. I don't know. He will, uh, he will always be the next head coach. Um, this may shock everyone. I'm still not buying what Sam Pittman's selling. Anyway, uh, uh, I although I don't think – look, they are, clearly, they are clearly better coach than we are. <laughs> this is – Yes, sir. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't want James to, is taking uh, a tally mark of number of coaches that Chief thinks is not that great. I, I, I don't, don't want to 
sell them that short. Uh, I don't have hope of winning that game. Uh, this weekend is clearly the best chance we have to win a conference game, a Power Five game. Uh, we have one more chance to win a game the rest of the year, but this is the not a gimme though. Definitely not a gimme. Sure. So the overtime um, in Indiana. Hopefully, um, maybe we'll get some sort of a new manager bounce before then. Anyway, um, the uh, uh, this weekend is not not a gimme either. So that's that's the right. issue. No, Auburn's going to lose. Uh, I mean, I agree. Yeah. Like I love <laughs> like, Auburn, and I I want Auburn to win, but this is. I think you would have to be a crazy person to be expecting to win this weekend. Missouri, you could yeah. think, the team probably like by, by the metrics with the you know, air quotes here. Auburn is favored. Vegas yeah, I, favored. I was going to say. Like, I think there's you know I to I feel don't confident in that is not yes the same that, way to look at it. That's what I was going for. I I, right, I think it's right. okay to be like, well, I think we could win this weekend. To just say, no, we're going to win this weekend. There is probably like, more talent, talent wise on the should. Auburn roster yeah. than the Missouri roster. Yeah. What, why would that matter? Yeah. Why, yeah. Why, 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 why would our talent matter when we are coached by an absolute numbskull? You have to, like, yeah, you have to be able like, to utilize the talent. Yeah. Like we've said a lot on here. Uh, it, it is perplexing, though. Like, how could that, the guy, I mean, we came really close to beating Alabama and it was, a lot of it was on game plan last year. Like we had a good game plan for that game. We had a good defensive game plan for that game. We, I mean, we, we just, there was no good offense. We didn't. Game plan. We, we didn't have a quarterback. Play. <laughs> we didn't have a quarterback. We had one play when we had a quarterback. D. Davis running read option would have won that game. I mean, maybe there was there were there were multiple. Robbie Ashford running read option would have scored at least twenty in this game against Penn State. There were, there were so many ways that we could have scored more than the one touchdown we did in the Iron Bowl last year. Not to mention that the dumbass didn't go oh, for two go. at the end of the first overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look, I don't think that that I still don't think that, that was in that situation. Yeah. I mean, we were playing with house money. You just go for two. I don't understand why you don't do it. But, you, you had the play. You had the play. You ran one yeah. the next overtime and it worked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> had the play. Just wasn't like yeah that this this guy is so bad at what he is being asked to do, and what I have gotten, I was not super anti Harson, but what has gotten me finally is an inability to admit that he is not the smartest guy in the room, and a, that is a huge pet peeve of mine in leadership positions. Is so people are I, just like, nope, I got the answer. Only I can fix this problem. Don't worry, I'm going to fix it. And it's like, bro, you are the problem. You there, are the. There problem. is a there is a bit of a conundrum because, at, like, as a head, like, you're just not going to find a head coach that's going to do that. Like, they're not going to well, admit you can't publicly either. Right. That, that just that's, feeds that's, into all. So kinds it's of really stuff. it's really hard. It, it, I, I just think it's really hard. I think what's happened here is you you've seen the product on the field and now you're just really keying in on uh, his smugness that's always been there that didn't see, was not as bothersome. Before. You know what's funny is that everyone thought Gus was smug and I think Gus was oh, the least smug. God, he was the least smug, dude. He's he was not smug at all. He no. just Gus just didn't want to talk. Yeah, yes. this he guy is legitimately and a, a hermit. 
You juxtapose a Gus press conference with what Brian Harson goes out there and is antagonistic towards the media yeah. because he just hates that he has to do this right now. You guys are getting in the way of me doing, I don't know, bicep curls. <laughs> and I, he, I, he's like, my lap pull down times are really getting cut into by this stupid press conference. And I, and that's what makes me mad because like, it isn't like he's going out there and saying, yeah, we really messed up and we got to go back in there and figure out what it is. It's going to take it. What's going to take to get some more wins on this thing. Man. The players are saying that like players are literally saying we really messed up. We've got to go back in there and figure out what it's going to take to win some more games. Yeah. Because what did Troxel say? Something like, we win the next eight games, no one's going to care. <laughs> or Shinker said that. Conference game he goes, if Sorry. we win the next eight games, I mean, right. all our goals are still in front of us, boys. Well, he, I mean, he is right. If they win the next eight games, nobody will care about Penn State. Although we'll be like, how did this team lose to Penn State? Yeah. I did I did have a thought earlier today. I'm like, we're all going to look really stupid if that Penn State team like goes undefeated. <laughs> we'll be like, well. I there, or if this is like this is like that time Ohio State lost to Purdue, we're actually incredible. We just yeah. couldn't figure it out against Penn State. Right, right. I could wake up with my head sewn to the carpet, <laughs> and I would not be as surprised as if this team either won the, won the remainder of its games, or if Penn State it wasn't just a nine what, and three football team. What's funny is like a big part of what happened this weekend was Manny Diaz just blitzing the crap out of us. And what's funny is who could who could have seen that coming? But but hey, he's only I done know. it for his entire career. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone could do that to us and kill us that bad. I think. But here's the thing. Yeah. Not everybody will for some reason. Like <laughs> it, it, this happens all. Like he I did know, that. A couple he used to do that to Gus. He used to have the formula to like give Gus all kinds of problems, and no one else would just hey let's try what that guy did. It, it, yeah, it's a weird thing about college football is like. These guys spend so many hours watching tape. They will pick like little things like, oh, here's what that player did to beat this guy. But they won't like look at the overall like scheme of what beat a team. It is they missed the forest perplexed. for the trees. It, it, is, it has perplexed me for years. James, now, let me ask you a question. What would be more surprising? Penn State making the Rose Bowl or Auburn scoring 21 points against Georgia? Uh, Not winning. Just scoring, just scoring three times. Oh. You could have ended that at Auburn scoring 21 points. Yeah. You could have ended that with Auburn scoring. All right. Penn State winning the national championship or Auburn scoring 21 points versus Georgia. Hey, hey, I will let you know that there is one fearsome team in Scarlet in that Big Ten East, and they are in Piscataway, New Jersey, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) 3-0. I did see today that the entire Big Ten East has one loss this year. Man, I one. did learn that uh, Michigan State Big getting Ten shut East. out in uh, Seattle last weekend. I did learn that Big Ten people really don't like Rutgers. <laughs> I learned that this weekend. No, no. I, uh, there's Rutgers is the Missouri it. of the Big Ten, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Rutgers got added in for that New York City uh, uh, TV Market. money on the – Yeah. And uh, you know what? Some big college football watchers in New York. All right. Oh, yeah. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's but, all people that have moved there from SEC schools or other big I, Honestly, schools. I I I just about walked over uh, the Tennessee bar is about ten minute walk away from the Auburn bar in New York. I just about walked over there on Sunday just to feel something. <laughs> Sunday, uh, Saturday, what days don't matter anymore. Um, no, I, yeah. it's the the big the, the the funny thing is is there's really nobody else the only the only two games that they really have to worry about the rest of their schedule this year are gonna be 
Ohio State and Michigan games mm-hmm. and Michigan State, I guess. But like they, they're gonna, they've really got three fun. easy wins in the Big Ten East. Yeah, and they're not like, oh, like, I know there is some uh, tendency to be like, man, that team really sucked. We just suck even more. I don't, I don't think they're a bad team um, at all. They're fine. Really. Um, and and with the I mean, schedule they have, they, they could end up people. in the playoff. Um, they just, they just have to beat two of the three. They, yeah. they got to go to the big house and then Arbor and win. And then they play, they play them the 15th of October and then they play Ohio state the 29th. So they've got both of them. They, they got to go they, one and one. Yeah. Yeah. So just one and one. That's what I, that's what I was about. To one say. and one. And then, and then Michigan state. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what happens yeah, they there? Trip you know? up. That's, um, Oh, and Franklin's a coach. It's you know, yeah, Franklin would buy, would be an interesting I- idea for maybe nah, he's never just, coming. Just here. signed a ten-year buyout. Uh, he he's also at like one of the premier brands in college football. I don't... Oh, are we going to do this conversation now, Ryan? We're a premier brand in the sport. We, uh, what is your definition of premier? Uh, is that well, like top? I think five you defined it on the Slack in that no, in that we no. are playing a night game against LSU. Yeah. Did you see the rest of the slate? Like, yeah. Who's playing the nooner that day? Kentucky, Kentucky and Ole Miss. Oh, a top Basketball 10 Kentucky baseball team. School. A top 10 yeah. Kentucky team. Two ranked teams. Team that won, a, won 10 games last year. At 11 are playing the slate. An unranked, horrible dumpster fire of an Auburn team is playing an LSU team with a first-year head coach. That might so, also be real bad. because people enjoy sure. watching train wrecks. No, it's because do you it's, do you remember the, the do you remember the Gus Miles on Les Miles uh, loser goes home game? Because laundry game as well. Laundry sells that. ratings. Laundry sells ratings, not what is actually happening. Your grandmother has no idea that Ole Miss is any good this year. You do because you, you watch too much college football. But your grandmother is like, well, let's let's see what the game's on today, and open it up, and that's most. My, my issue, uh, my issue isn't with your argument. My issue is with your word choice of premier because premier brand, a premier brand. If there were to be we a, a premier league, brand. yeah, if there were a premier league, we are a top twenty team. We are in it. Yeah, we're in it. No, that's the problem. No, no, I don't disagree that we're a top twenty <laughs> brand. I don't think top twenty in FBS football means you're premier. How many teams are in FBS football? 130. 130. So you're saying being the top 20 out of 130 isn't premier? Say that's they, pretty no, good I mean, odds. That's, that's good. There's somewhere around 20 jobs where you can win a national title. This sure. is one of Auburn's them. Auburn's one yes. of them. Sure. Auburn's that's a premier closer brand. to the bottom of that 20 than near the top, though. But it's know, in the 20. I guess that is closer to the bottom. That the is top. closer to twenty than zero, Chief. Yeah. I was okay. say, I would I would classify Premier as the top ten percent, and I wouldn't put us in top ten percent right now. That's thirteen, but it's overall. I, I mean, still, I mean, still, don't get me wrong. When I like from not just from being biased, but just like looking at like from a branding standpoint, there is there are very few brands in this country that are as strong as the Auburn brand. Like Correct. from what I see every day and what I know about college sports, people look at Auburn and they they see, oh yeah, they, they're they pretty good at football, right? Like living up here, if you go, if I say I went to Auburn, they'll go, oh yeah, they, they, they're pretty good at football normally, aren't they? Thomas, how many of like, them know where Auburn is? Uh, not Doesn't a damn matter. 
That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. How many people they know Miami is a private school? How many people know Miami is a private school? Not that many, but they know they're good at football. That's a premier brand. It really does not matter. Like, why would it matter if they know where we are? We're on TV. That's all they need to know. We're in the That's all they need to know. <laughs> they know Charles Barkley. They know Bo Jackson. And they know we're on TV. And they know Cam Newton. People up here still remember Cam Newton, but not for long. I prefer Scam Newton, to be 100% honest with you. <laughs> I wish we just lean into that. Uh, but no, we are not. We are not Alabama. We are not Ohio State. We're not USC. We're not Notre Dame. We're not Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Texas, odd, Georgia. They haven't really done anything. Florida, uh, LSU. And I would even argue that Georgia hasn't been a premier, like, that level brand until the last five years. Florida and LSU are not Uh, on the same level. Georgia's always been a bigger brand than Auburn, just because it's the name of the state, right? That's fair, but Florida and LSU are not on the same level as Ohio State and Alabama. No, 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 I agree with that. I think they're above Auburn. No, but they're above Auburn. That's my point. Yeah. I think your state matters. Yeah, I agree. With is you, Florida above Auburn at this point in football? Yes. I think we're in this. Well, they're they're a just football a, program or is a brand. That's a different conversation. They're just a yeah. They're 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 basically oh. like, like they're essentially synonymous with Nike. Florida is like I think that helps them a lot. So, um, yeah, it depends on who you talk to. If you talk to kids, I mean, there's not a there's not a kid in high school right now that remembers Tim Tebow. It's true. Um. You cannot win a national championship at South Florida. I can. Confirm. I don't care who. I don't care who your coach is, and you can't win one at Baylor. Yeah, they're just never going to do it. They got as close as they're ever going to get with that rule. Texas A and M. I Ugh. disagree. You just okay. triggered James there. Matt Rule. Look that that Matt Rule team that they had was a better team than Browse ever had, and I'm including the RG three here. Are we are we talking about the team that? No, no, yeah, you got your years wrong. They were essentially a tiebreaker away from being in the playoff with Bryles. I know with Bryles, with Bryles because the Big Twelve is so terrible. But right, but they won the Big Twelve with with Rule RG three and won the Heisman two years prior. Right, they were almost in the playoff with that team with Bryles, but with Rule they go to the Sugar Bowl, and they they were a better team. They were a better team from top to bottom in terms of the roster fit. And I they're would, in a better would, place without without rule than they were with. I just them. realized Ryan doesn't remember Baylor just being the worst. Baylor was the worst. The, like I didn't even know they were a power five team until about like oh eight, oh nine. So nobody else it wasn't until it, it honestly wasn't until they got good and TCU got good that the bottom half of, of the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. The Big Twelve up. used to be a big one of the joke. first speaking like, of which big feature articles I read in it was either SI or ESPN the magazine was about Art Bryles coming to Baylor. Oh, people loved that hire. Speaking of which, Thomas, TCU this weekend, it's the Iron Skillet against the SMU Mustangs, which is my new love because that's my college football team right now because I live in that town. The Stangs? The Stangs. The Stangs. Future Auburn head coach, Rhett Lashley, got them Mustangs, (laughs) got it moving. Not yet. Almost had him a win against the Maryland Terrapins last week. Would have been a Big 12 win, a Big 10 win. Something Auburn knows nothing about here recently. Well, I mean that makes sense. SMU is a, the same quality program as University of Texas, so 
Well, losing to Maryland is right on brand for him. I would say so, they probably yeah. put up 26 against Auburn, and Auburn probably put up 14 against them right now if we played head to head. So, I mean, <laughs> I would not. Honestly, I would know. I don't know who to take against that. Simu. Honestly, I'd let you go down the S and P, or excuse me, I, you know, I'm used to before he took the ESPN uh, job, but just go down the SP plus rankings, and we'll see how far we get to. And I, we don't have to do it live, but we'll see how far we get. To I'm pulling it up right now. We can beat right now. I, oh no no, no. Um, SMU's were worse, but I still don't Auburn, know how to take hey, Auburn to very fitting. <laughs> Auburn is number thirty-four in SP plus. Hey, there we go. The teams uh directly above Auburn, Iowa thirty-one, God. BYU thirty-two. Oof, that 30. really hurts you, Crow. That that's gotta yeah, be a, a it real painful. Right behind we Auburn might, is... I think we could actually beat Iowa. First that team game, of ten wins. Dude, bro, I do not want to watch so that game. Oh my god. <laughs> You uh, could not pay me all the money in the world <laughs> to watch that snooze fest. Oscar Chapman, would be, literally his leg would fall off. There would be exactly seven yards of offense. If old Harstog messes around and wins seven games, that's probably who we're playing in a ball game, boys. So, See, uh, the good news right. is if you could turn the ball over four times in that game, they wouldn't do anything with it. They wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> it would so, just be who's, whose punter can punt farther. Yeah. I want to go back to the, the is number thirty-five oh, Washington, number thirty-six Purdue, number thirty-seven Iowa State, Gosh, and then number thirty-eight SMU. Those teams. Thirty-eight SMU. SMU I'm telling you, I'm taking the Mustangs. Start. Maryland at thirty-nine. Sure? Florida, or sorry, TCU at forty, and then the game we all want to see, number forty-one, University of Central Florida Knights. Oh my God! I really do think in a blender. Yeah, yeah, I think Gus would beat us too. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, I, you haven't named a single team that I'm like super confident. We're okay, so we keep going. To yeah, Wake Forest no, 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 at 42, no, 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 State done, at 43. <sighs> Come on. UAB <laughs> at 50. I'm gonna keep going. UAB <laughs> at 50. App at 54. Oh, App Hills no 60. Way. Yeah. I'm um, part of that. <laughs> uh, hey, on the schedule, Western Kentucky number 64. Oh God. Nebraska no. 68. Uh, we might Ryan be down at 60 something by the time we play them. So, uh, Ryan, would you take us? I feel very good right now, head to head, playing at Legion Field. Are we a, are we beating UAB? We're playing at Legion, not protective. Playing at Legion. Where is Alabama playing that weekend? Alabama's playing. Uh, let's call it the Mars. They're not in town. Okay, then all the Bammers are coming in. They're Screw. green. Yeah. yeah, we're in hot water. If, yeah, if, if, it's a, if it's a home game in T-Town, barn by 90. But nice. Can I interest you in number 81, Kansas? No. no. Number 81? That is 3-0 and undefeated Kansas, thank hey, you. Hey, well, considering they started the season in the hundreds. Hey, I'm telling you. All right, I, I found it. I think I found it. Number <laughs> no. 86, Vanderbilt. I think. I feel I, no, we would lose. We, this is the year we lose to Vanderbilt. I'm glad we're not playing them this yeah, time. Yeah, this is a typical We play them next year in Nashville. <laughs> And we'll never more win. Brian, uh, number 91, Georgia State. Bill Bill C., the SP guy, once wrote a preview about Kansas in which he said everyone's going to get a lot of fresh air and exercise. And that was his entire preview for Kansas football <laughs> that year. And I think that's phenomenal. That is how I feel about a lot of Auburn games coming up on the schedule. Well, the guys are going to get a lot of fresh air and everyone's going to have some exercise. And then that's going to be it. That's That's all we should really look forward to. All right, last one, I promise, last one. Number 107, uh, the team that just got, uh, oh, you play to win the game, fired Eastern Michigan Eagles. Did, they, did Arizona State lose to Eastern Michigan? They did, yeah. Herb okay, basically got fired that. on the field. 
he went to go talk to the AD in the end zone. Yeah, he didn't even get tarmacked. He got end zone. He got end zoned. That's unbelievable. Because the Herm thing was, everyone thought that was going to be a terrible hire, and then it looked pretty good for about six weeks, (laughs) and then everyone ended up being right that it was kind of a terrible hire. Uh, It's because they lost uh, superstar quarterback Jane Daniels this offseason. Sure. Yeah. He's going to be here in two weeks. That's exactly it. Good times. Uh, He's hard to tackle, which is going to be great for us. I I do want to go back to that, uh, the discussion of tiers of jobs here uh, because uh, we weren't talking about it in those terms. We were just talking about it in programs. But as far as jobs, as a, which is related to the program as a whole, uh, it, it is important to figure out where we land. And I think Auburn is in a really weird spot. And there's probably several mm-hmm. other programs in the same spot. We are not Alabama, Georgia. Georgia is a little different than that. The, these teams, these other teams, USC is a like that's your that's a dream job for people. Notre Dame for some people, Ohio State, Michigan. We're not in that group, but we are not in the same group as the Ole Misses. So we're not we're not a job that people take to try to get another job. We're also not somebody's dream job usually. Um, you know. There may be some people in coaching now that would consider us their dream job, but it's just a defensive coordinator. I think. Yeah, but but most people is we're not a dream job. So we're in this position where we can't just. Like we were declined or maybe were, maybe not, but pretty sure Napier just didn't want to come coach at Auburn. And I don't I don't really necessarily think it was the behind the scenes stuff. We just aren't. He was he wanted that Florida job. Because apparently he turned down LSU, which was surprising. Nope, no, did they, not, did, nope. they didn't. LSU turned him down. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So, no, I think I think Napier he knew wanted that, that one. At least LSU was opening up the next year, yeah, okay. and he knew what he could do there. Yeah, and I think he was waiting on that. But Didn't yeah, that, it, but Florida opened up at the same time, and he's like, "Well, that's just as good. I'm good. Let's go." Right there, there's. We're not a job that somebody's taken to build their resume. We are a job that this well, is their destination, but it's nobody who has extremely high um, aspirations. It's not their destination. So it's just a weird spot. Yeah. Um, and Lonely Tailgater made a great point earlier today about where Auburn has hired from in the past. Right. And it's a little bit depressing if you think about it. Going backwards, it's uh, Boise, Arkansas State, Iowa State, Ole Miss, yeah. Stanford, Wyoming. Yeah, we've hired. Uh, we didn't. We haven't poached a premier coach, right? Ever, ever. ever. But ever. It, uh, like a and, lot of. And where are we? So we're fine. I think uh, we're not fine, James. <laughs> we're not fine. I mean, <laughs> I, we're going to I be think, fine. I think a lot of people have a misconception about, like, I don't think that's bad. Just hearing you read it, you're like, man, this is depressing. And I'm like, I don't think that that's. Well, people want to be like LSU. Like LSU. Right. Well, they want to be something very interesting. Like, no, 10 years ago, like, OU is one of those teams that people do not leave OU. Right. Right. You get fired from OU. You don't leave. I mean, Auburn is that too. Lincoln Riley 
leaving OU to go to Southern Cal is the is one of the weirdest things yeah, it's the craziest that thing any of us have ever seen yeah. until the Notre Dame head coach left, yeah, left for- to go to LSU. So now it's like, wait a minute, this is it completely shook up what most people have always thought of the tiers in college football coaching, except Auburn doesn't benefit from that. I don't well, think, I think we're, one of those we're two might have been trying to get out of head of uh, any. I think both of them were actually trying to get out of you're trying to get out get out of dodge at some it's, point. My yeah. point is though, in, in any coaching search, Auburn has never gone home with the prom queen. Right? No, and we're not gonna and we're not gonna go poach. I don't well, know. Some and, other and not that you necessarily have to poach off you know, a sitting top ten coach, but how many times can you say Auburn's been on the market and got somebody that Notre Dame a lot was in of the schools wanted. Uh, uh, was in the playoff last year. Ryan, let me let me ask uh, let me put it to you this way though. Um, Alabama's never done that until they got Saban on accident. Sure. Bill well, Curry would be the closest thing. They the took Bill Curry from Georgia Tech. But other than that, they were hiring the guy from Washington State and uh Mike Shula and Yeah, the uh, guy that had but and, and, and I'm I'm not even, I'm talking Arkansas. less about right the school they're coming from and where they sit in the in the pecking order of that job for the coaching carousel in that year. Kirby Smart was the big name in the year he, that Georgia hired him. And I'm not I know Auburn wasn't looking when he got hired. That's but the point but is, that that's also still not that's not going and taking somebody's coach though. That he's a Auburn, court Auburn never could that, Auburn how many times did we say Auburn should have tried to get Brent Venables? And, and never could get them. I don't know that we tried. Auburn. Good old alignment, y'all. Yeah. That, I, 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 I really, we don't know. We didn't try or we did try. We, I know yeah, we interviewed I, Kirby and I'm pretty sure we interviewed Venables. We did interview uh, Kirby and we. <laughs> Kirby didn't want our job. That's my, that's my Kirby point though. Is Auburn is, Auburn is not the destination for the top coach in that cycle. That listen, Ryan, that's okay. And I, I'm, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's you have as to find as... the you have to find the right person for this right. job. This job is not easy. Look and at his name way. is Jamie Chatwell. Sorry. <laughs> the the last three teams to win a national title: Georgia, Alabama, LSU. One school plays all those three of those every year until the schedule changes. We're it. You have yeah. to know that. You have to know that going in. You have to be willing to work through that. Because we're still going to expect you to work hard, play hard, and beat Alabama one out of every three and years. You, and, and you have Saban. You cannot possibly out-recruit any of those teams. No, you have to get the right ones. But you, but you also can't tr- not try to. Right. Yeah. Which is why we're this, at that's we're at, that's right? this guy's problem is he didn't I, try. He the, had no idea what this job took. The times that people have gone out and hired Urban Meyer, uh, an Urban Meyer at post Florida like that, that or any time, but the times that that has happened are slim. It is usually coordinator, coordinator gets a step up or a, a lower tier job gets a bigger job. Um, you just it's it's not i think people need to set their expectations like we're not out looking for another a head coach there's maybe a few head coaches that 
could take this job. Um, there's a lot that would there, but they all coach for much smaller schools. Um, it, it's not about taking the prom queen home. I don't, I don't think that's a, a thing that I, I don't think be. that's on the table. So. Well, I don't think Auburn, it doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be. I don't, I don't think that that's a thing that they should be trying to do. Unless the prom um, queen is named Jamie Chadwell. If, if we had hired Kirby, he would have gone to Georgia the next year. Because that is where he is from. That's what he wants to do. They would have ponied up the money for it. Like, it's just a thing that would have happened. That that would have been a bad hire by us. So let me let me circle back on the conversation we already had then. You're telling me Auburn's not a premier brand. No, they are. No, but they are. You cannot go call Mark Stoops or Lane Kiffin or who else? I didn't say we could sit, do A that. sitting I, Power 5 head coach at a program lower than Auburn. You can't call them and say, hey, you're getting a step up. I what didn't say want? that we couldn't do that. Here's here's where I how I Lane see Kiffin it. is is the prom queen in this next cycle, right? Or Mark Stewart. See, they even OU lost their coach, lost their coaches. They're premier brand. It isn't impossible that a premier brand loses its coach to another premier brand. Notre Dame is the premier brand in the sport. They have their own network. I mean, they don't win, but they are premier <laughs> brand. Yeah. yeah, I, I Here, here's my question, and I just want to throw this out to sort of combine all the conversations. There's only one other brand that is at cl- close to our level historically that is going to be looking for a head coach. Which job is sexier, Nebraska or Auburn this year? Auburn, the Auburn, Auburn the Auburn because job. you can still win a title uh, at Auburn. You can't, and, unless you just want it. No, because expectations are extremely high at Nebraska, even though no one's been the, able to meet the them, competition. So. Yeah, the competition is not Nebraska. Yeah, the competition's Arizona State. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean they yeah, they, they often thought they were going to win the national championship. So. Well, is it though? Because they're no, kind of is, in limbo. The State, the, there's a lot of but, non-football perks to go into Arizona State. That's true. Well, there's also but, a lot of non-football <laughs> problems at Arizona State because they're currently <laughs> simply investigation. That's true. I. I if they were already in the Big 12, I'd be worried about it. I think the limbo that's happening there is maybe helps us out with not compete with I that. I think Nebraska's problem is it it is in the middle of Nebraska, and that's why Auburn's yeah. a better job. Like, you're you're having to convince kids the – I mean, sure, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not the recruiting expert on this show, but the, the preponderance of high-level five-star and four-star recruits are in the southeastern and southwestern yeah. United States. Well, None of them are in Omaha. We're on TV, usually ESPN and ESPN Network every week. And And like you said, Chief, none of these kids remember Tim Tebow. I think it was you who said that. Sure, these kids, these kids' dads don't remember a really good Nebraska team half the time. Yeah, Um, the best Nebraska team anybody other than like me remembers now is the Indomitian Sioux. Yeah, Texas sure, yeah. threw out of bounds. Tim Win team? No seconds left on the clock team. They should have won the Big 12 that year, and they would have been at least in a BCS Bowl, if not the national championship that year. That was a really good team. I'm thinking 2001 when they played. That was the what? year Texas. Was that the, the coach? Year, was was the that was the coach of that team. No, no, Bopolini. That was Bopolini. Was that the year Texas, you know, would have beaten Alabama? That was the year Texas Colt McCoy got hurt in the title. Yeah, they would have beaten Alabama if Colt McCoy getting hurt. That's familiar. Oh boy, oh, Texas. But yeah, uh, Will Will had the other one. It's it, it's the O one team that was Eric Crouch. 
Yeah, I, I mentioned Eric Crouch earlier. Don't, I, I don't, don't remember that me. team, though. They got Z. Like, I people my age only know Scott Frost because he just got fired from Arkansas, not because he played quarterback at Arkansas. Nebraska. Not Arkansas, sorry, Nebraska. Nebraska, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're red, they're a state that's they're in the middle red. of nowhere that nobody yeah. goes to. Except often, me, because I have to go there for work. I would like to also point out, often the, the guy that a lot of people want is definitely not the right guy. <laughs> um, imagine if we'd hired Turner Gill. Oh, uh, not a lot of people wanted him, Chief. Just, just but here's one the problem. One. Uh, uh, well, a I lot mean, of Auburn wanted people him. wanted yeah, him. Yeah, I wanted him. Yeah, a lot of Auburn people go. wanted him, right? I will. A lot. I will out myself. Was, yeah. Over, over okay. Chiz? Yeah, I did I not know that. Turner. I thought that was just a Charles Barkley thing. No. no. There were a, no, that a lot was, of people that were was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. He, But out of all the options we were being offered up at the time, oh, yeah. People were in. Because it was as, people as were like to Bobby Mike P. Leach. It was like Mike Leach, Bobby Petrino, Turner Gill. I'll say this. Was, anybody there, that there wasn't was in the Bobby time P on camp ESPN. was in the Turner Gill camp. <laughs> I, I do remember ESPN showing a graphic that uh, Paul Johnson was a, a possible contender for the Auburn job. Yeah. No, yeah. I had Paul Johnson was on. I, I I wrote a list on my board on my whiteboard at work. That was uh, it was thirteen names long. Uh, Paul Johnson was on there in the top ten. Uh, was Joker Phillips on there? Oh uh, man, I wanted Joker. I don't Phillips, think so. Dude. Dan Mullen was in like the top three. Oh Jesus, dude! Yeah, you were down. You were down bad, man. <laughs> uh, number thirteen was Paul Rhodes. Number twelve was Gene Chizik. Like Texas coach and waiting, Will Muschamp. He was on. Uh, he was Muschamp on. Was number one. Yeah, he was on everyone's number one. Yeah. Great, because let us not forget that would what South Carolina looks like right now. Oh, this uh, this this actually uh goes right into what I thought I had earlier today. Everything that is happening right now, and also our national championship. All goes back to the hiring of a five and nineteen coach from Iowa State in two thousand eight. Everything it's directly tied to it because if yeah, we, we are not right here, right, we are not here right here without Gus. Yeah, right, exactly where we are right now without Gus. Uh, and then it really goes back to Tommy Tuberville because he hired Gene Chesick. Oh. No, it's, well, it goes back here to Tubbs because here's a here's the thing: though. Tubbs could have hired Gus, and people wanted him to hire Gus when. Houston not let Gus go, and in, and he couldn't get the support to do it. So he hired what was that guy's name? Tony Franklin. Tony Franklin had had Gus gotten the job at Auburn, Auburn's offense in 08 is much better than it was under Tony Franklin. Tubbs is probably no not a U.S. senator currently. That's, that's only that's only if Gus can get Hugh Nall to go along with what he wants to do, which is what zone re, zone blocking schemes. Hugh Nall would have loved. You know, I would have loved the Gus Malzahn system. We run it almost every play. We block zone. This is going to be great. Yeah, that's the problem. Could any other coaching staff have convinced Cam Newton to come to Auburn in 2010, though? Because if the answer is yes, then it doesn't really matter who you hire. If you got Cam, you win the title. Um, I would love to know how in, how involved Gus was in the recruiting of Cam Newton. I don't think he was. It was uh, – that I, I want to really say Kurt, Curtis Looper saw him while watching Correct. another guy out there. Uh, and then they had to supposedly had to convince Chiz to sign him. I don't. I don't the know. Missouri I, Tiger 
I don't know if I've Coach ever fully bought that story or not, but yeah. uh, that that is the story. So I, I'll argue that uh, a lot of the things that happened in the last 15 years could have just stayed the same. Like I said, if the recruitment of Cam Newton may have happened to their other coaches. You, you still get 2010. You still get to follow it afterwards. Uh, I think that the, there's a Marvel term, the Nexus moment in Auburn's history is hiring Chad Morris in 2020. Because Clemson's like going to get fired of, in 2020 without Chad Morris. No, you're right. I like the idea of of, of Curtis Looper sitting there on the tarmac in Brenham, Texas, with a telephone and a payphone. <laughs> it's, it's me, your cousin. It's your cousin, cousin Mark. Mary. You gotta hear this. <laughs> you gotta hear this. Uh, I, it's, I, I, yeah, I I'd like to to follow up on what you said there, Ryan. I think because people like Gus, they like to blame Chad Morris for what happened. And I I think it was and, and to be clear, what happened enough. was six and four. I mean, it wasn't like the end of the world. It wasn't good by any means. Yeah, Gus is, if Gus and Colin plays, Tank touches the ball more than six times in the red zone against yeah. South Carolina. I, I legitimately think that we're three and oh. No, we're not three and oh with Gus. But we're a more respectable two and one. <laughs> Gus yeah. does not lose both games to Penn State. I don't think. I, I like if we had lost last year, it's actually circled on the calendar this year, and yeah. it's he game he has a game plan together to beat them, uh, even if it is Manny Diaz. Uh, personally, he probably just beats them last year, and I don't uh, think he loses five straight games to end last year either. No, uh, Gus, I mean, Gus doesn't blow that Mississippi State game. We are. Well, he he's blown a lead before. Yeah, that's not we that big of a lead. lead. But that big of a super, lead. We are super Gus hardcore, still middling. Okay, like we're not getting over nine nine wins. Like it's just not happening. <laughs> but we are not where we are now. That said, because Gus got himself in a bit of a pickle over by being pretty mediocre for a while there, uh, losing to Jeremy Pruitt and yeah, 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 yes. Um, we are, are here. By the way. but it is, it's just, it is weird to think about how Tommy Tuberville hiring Gene Chizik has set this whole dominoes in motion to, to make this happen. Like, and I, and I know you can connect things like that however you want, but it is because Auburn is like, okay, who do we know? Let's get this guy. Cause we know him. Cause he's, he's been here before. <laughs> and even As though we found we, out getting somebody that we didn't know, yes, bad idea. Bad even idea. though we went outside the family, it's still connected to that, which is which is insane um, and sad. But also, I we think you can go, team. you can go outside of somebody knowing Auburn. You just can't go outside of somebody knowing the SEC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that was a big like. I think a lot of us tried to talk ourselves into believing that. Well, you know, it, it's not – he knows recruiting at least, and he knows how to coach football, and he hired these guys from the SEC. But it just uh, – I, I don't think we took into account that this guy thinks he knows more than everybody else, like Crow has, has mentioned many times before. Yeah. And that, that is the problem with him. I, I do yeah. believe – I do believe he thinks he is as good of a coach as Nick Saban is without – any of the accolades he has earned no nothing he's earned nothing that nick saban has earned 
Um, but he's a Mountain West Coach of the Year before. Yeah, Nick Saban doesn't have that on on his. He doesn't that one time. All right, let's. Here's the thing. Sorry, finish it up, Chief. Oh no, I, I was gonna say, do we do we want to do an ad break before this thing uh, runs? No. Into like four hours. No. Okay. No. Well, right. we're gonna go around. Let's 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 save our listeners' ears. They can hear about it. some other Vox podcast. Brought to you by Crane Works. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stick it in the middle where I was desperately trying not to curse <laughs> for ten minutes. I had a football coach one time. Rest his soul. He he's since passed on to the next plane. The football practice on the 12th of September, 2001. So, as you might imagine, <laughs> no. it is it is a tough time to play football. And we're out there, and uh, someone jumps off sides. Oh, no, false starts and in a scrimmage. And we had had like 10 false starts the previous Friday. So, it's a thing on our team. And Coach Johnson screams out. He is about to just let out the loudest GD you have ever heard in the history of the world. And he screams out, God bless America. (laughs) Everyone begins just cracking up laughing. So, yeah, just God bless America, this team. That's my final word. Ryan, what is your last word? Uh. It's going to be a long two months. I mean, we, we all know where this is going. It's going to be a coaching change. It's going to be a coaching search. You're going to hear a lot of rumors. Don't believe the majority of them. Really, don't believe any of them until it's confirmed. There's no point in trying to jump the gun. Um, unless it's Jamie. Unless it's Jamie Chadwell, sure. And, and only if Crow tells you it's Jamie Chadwell. It's Jamie Chadwell. But yeah, it's... Support these players. It's this is not on them. This is a failure on the coaching staff. Um, and we're what? How many how many days will till basketball? Forty nine. That's all I got. James, what is your last word on this? I'm going this by the order of you appear on my Brady Punch Skype screen. <laughs> Just it, we're going down, and you can see it too. We're going down. And you know that we're doomed. Fellas, we are slow dancing in a burning room. Now we're talking. I thought you were going to say it's going down a meal on timber. But I was expecting uh, yeah, I was expecting some follow-up. We are not going down swinging. I we're thought it was going to be down in an earlier round. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Chief. Um, you know, try not to let this ruin your Saturday. I mean, it, it, it. We sound really defeatist. I don't know. It, things could turn around. They could have a great week of practice. Who knows what could happen here? Uh, we, we had a really great week of practice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, we had really good weeks of practice this last week and today. Anyway, um, I just just don't let any of this ruin your life. It's not really worth it. I I like I wasn't even that mad this weekend i was just like well at least it's uh at least we got that out of the way um it, like ryan said don't believe any rumors if if you if you're into speculation it, it, i i guess that's what i was trying to warn about earlier don't don't think we're gonna go out and hire 
you know, uh, whoever the head coach is of some other school that's like another Power Five school. We're not going to hire uh, Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to hire Sean McVay, much to James's chagrin. Uh, we might hire Matt Rule, so uh, also <laughs> much to James's chagrin. Uh, I, I can't not curse for that long. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh but, like if you're into speculation look at who auburn's hired before try to let that be your expectation setter and then kind of think your way through it you could probably find some people there's a probably a few power five coaches that we could hire there's coordinators is usually what you just look at and um i'm sure we'll speculate on that on this show later on probably after we know for sure that you know, after it's official, this is, this is, this ship is sunk. Um, but don't, don't let it ruin it. Don't, don't let this ruin your life. That's really all I can say. That's good advice. All right. Uh, Thomas. Uh, you know, there's not a lot that hasn't already been said. Um, I, I have been on the anti-Harson bandwagon for a very long time, and I am happy that this bandwagon is about to pull into its final destination. It's overflowing. Great. Uh, you know, I'm dri- I've been driving it since day one, and uh, <laughs> proud to be here. War Eagle. Since he had a press conference on Christmas Day or whatever it was. <laughs> Eve. It started super great. <laughs> You know, no, let me, let me, I, I do have one last thing to say, and that is that I am not hard. Unfortunately. <laughs> what was the opposite? Wasn't the opposite also hard? It was. Both of them were yeah. hard. Huh. Uh, very, I'm very, very soft myself. Dr. McLaughlin? Quote the words of in, in the music uh, song Tiger Walk from T. Will. I'm with Alder Win, Loser, Tie. These are dark times, but we will get through them. And Bruce Pearl will come save us all in a few weeks. He, he says all that in the song? No, <laughs> the last part of it. was a big Man, he's prescient. Well, <laughs> all right. We will see you all next week. Everybody have Most a wonderful weekend. One, two, Keep on talking. App State's head coach named Sean Clark, and he's not getting paid near enough money. See you guys.